0: Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at the ESCO Annual Meeting and I'm joined by Dr. Michael Halpern. Thanks so much for coming on today.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me.
0: Would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work and your research focus on?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Michael Halpern. I'm a medical officer at the National Cancer Institute in the Healthcare Delivery Research Program, which is part of the Division of Cancer Control and Population Sciences uh my work broadly is looking at cancer care delivery uh specifically treatment patterns access to care quality of care uh costs and patient outcomes.
0: So you have a study here on the associations of employment disruptions and and financial hardship among individuals diagnosed with cancer in the US. For background, what are some of the unique financial hardships experienced by people with cancer?
1: Sure. And it, it's well known that For among individuals who are diagnosed with cancer and in some cases their families, uh, financial hardship can be really devastating. And The financial hardship is generally classified in uh, three different categories. There's material financial hardship, which is um, having to avoid or delay expenses, going on vacation. Uh, buying a new home, buying a car, uh, kind of material aspects as the name suggests. There's behavioral financial hardship, which is where the costs associated with cancer and cancer care delay someone from getting needed care. So not going to the doctor, not getting drugs refilled, not getting tests needed because of the cost. And then there's psychological financial hardship, sometimes called financial distress, where people worry a- about the costs, wor- are anxious whether they're gonna be able to pay bills.
0: Um, So why did you decide to investigate um, the effect of employment disruptions?
1: Well, there's been a lot of research on what is financial hardship and how frequently does it occur, and unfortunately it occurs actually very frequently but there's been much less on what we can do about it and it's really time to stop researching just does financial hardship exist. We know it exists and it's time to really think about what can we do, what interventions are possible to help individuals either prevent financial hardship or deal with it once it has occurred. Um, One of the things that that my colleagues and myself are particularly interested in was employment. That we also know that many individuals who are diagnosed with cancer have disruptions to their employment. They, they uh, might need to retire early, they might not need to switch to a different job or a part-time job, they may have trouble working. And we were interested in how that then relates to financial hardship and are there ways potentially to help individuals stay employed that would then decrease financial hardship.
0: So how would you go about designing and conducting the study and what were your goals for it?
1: Sure. Well, there's a national survey and it's free and publicly available, anyone can access it, it's called the MEPS, the Medical Expenditure Panel Survey. And NCI has in the past uh, had a supplement to the MEPS called the Cancer Self-Administered Questionnaire or CSAQ, which collects information from individuals uh, who were diagnosed with cancer when they were age 18 or older who completed the, the, the main MEP survey. This cancer supplement collects very detailed information about how did cancer affect their lives in terms of cost, in terms of financial hardship, in terms of abilities to work, uh, in terms of quality of life. And so we used the data from this survey to look at both employment disruptions and then different kinds of financial hardships and number of financial hardships that individuals with cancer experienced.
0: Right. And what were the results that you found in the study?
1: We found that among individuals who were diagnosed with cancer, that those who had some sort of employment disruption were much more likely to experience any financial hardship were more likely to experience multiple types of financial hardship and were more likely to experience some of the subsets of financial hardship. I talked about material, behavioral, and psychological. And so it wasn't all the same, that, that there are different, as I said, there's different kinds of financial hardships and some of them are more related to having employment disruptions than are others. But overall, those who had an employment disruption were just more likely to experience any kind of financial hardship.
0: Do you have any future directions for the study?
1: Well, we hope that it will serve as a guidepost, if you will, to help uh, researchers look at, at more ways to interact with individuals diagnosed cancer to help them uh, prepare for how cancer might affect their job and to work with employers because there's, there's a lot that employers can do to help individuals after they're diagnosed with cancer to make sure that they can continue to do their jobs to the extent that they're able. Um, so we, what we'd like is this study to kind of serve as the basis for future research to develop uh, interventions and programs that will help employment among individuals with cancer
0: what are some of the um the support or the resources that um, employers can provide for their for their employees who have cancer
1: yes it's it's a great question that once an individual um, discusses with an employer that they've been diagnosed with cancer uh, the the first thing that is, is really important is that an employer shouldn't then be afraid of talking about it Um, that many employers seem to be uh, worried about uh, uh, kind of violating privacy but once someone has said I I have this diagnosis um, it's kind of an invitation to help them Uh, to say, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. What can we, as your employer, what can we do to help? Uh, Are there ways we can change your job to make uh, you more able to do it? Are there accommodations? Are there things that we can do uh, at the work site to help you more? Uh, The the big increase in teleworking, uh, being able to work at home, I think has been tremendously beneficial to individuals with cancer. And I I hope that employers are are going to be willing to continue that, particularly for, for individuals Individuals who have been diagnosed with cancer. So there's a lot that employers can do.
0: Definitely. Um, One last question I'll ask you is since the theme of ASCO this year is partnering with patients, how can clinicians partner with their patients to provide support for them um, when they're experiencing this financial hardship?
1: Uh, That's another great question. And uh, as with the employers, one of the the main barriers tends to be clinicians not talking with patients about these issues, uh, about financial hardship or cost of care broadly, though that's certainly gotten better, but in specific about being able to work and how cancer and cancer treatment might affect their ability to continue working, at least in the same way that they're working now. Um, And clinicians should be very open to talking about their patients. Patients want these conversations, they, they want advice from their clinic, clinicians, they trust their clinicians, and, and they want to uh, get senses from them about how might my cancer and cancer treatment affect my job, affect my finances, affect the way I live beyond the treatment. Um, and. Uh, So clinicians should be prepared for these conversations, should practice them, should know the kind of things to say, and should know outside resources um, that patients might be able to take advantage of to help them during this time.
0: Absolutely. Well, this is really great advice and really important research. Thanks so much for coming by today to talk about it. Oh,
1: thank you. I really appreciate the invitation.